What is it? What is that one thing that every husband, and I mean every single husband, wants from his wife more than anything else? And no, it has nothing to do with intimacy, but it is a key element to your marriage that permeates your everyday life. It is truly something that can make it or break it. Today, I'm going to share with you what that one thing is and how it can change your marriage forever. Let's get started. Welcome to the Faith Lived Out podcast. Are you wanting to do life God's way but are unsure how or what that even looks like? Do you sometimes fear that you're doing this whole wife and mom thing all wrong and want to know how to do it right? Or do you want to stop worrying all the time and learn how to truly put your faith and trust in the Lord? Hey girl, I'm Nancy Adamson, wife, mom, and Grammy to seven sweet babies, Bible study teacher, speaker, and women's ministry leader. I see you and I get you because I've been there, and I'm here to share with you what God has taught me on how to find biblical answers to life's challenging questions in His Word, to know what His promises are for you, how to apply them to your life, and to put the cares and concerns that are on your heart safely in the Father's hands. So if you're ready to learn how to live out your faith every day, and follow the amazing plan that God has for you, grab your coffee, pull up a chair next to mine, and let's get started. Before we get started today, I want to read you a review from just this precious, sweet follower of the podcast. She says, Great podcast. Nancy provides inspiration and encouragement for younger and older wives and mothers in each listen. It is a great reminder that the Bible is still applicable today and it is the infallible Word of God and we are to apply it to our lives daily. Thank you. And this is from Rockin' by Faith. Thank you so much for leaving this review and encouraging me in this way. It really helps me to know that what I am sharing with you is really resonating with you. It's encouraging you and inspiring you to spend more time with the Lord and just growing closer to Him because that's the goal. And it also helps to be able to have other people find the podcast. Reviews is what ranks the podcast. And then you are helping to have other people find this podcast and to be able to be lifted up, encouraged as well. So thank you. Thank you so, so much for leaving this review and let's get on with the podcast. In the beginning of our marriages, we all do this one thing for our husbands. And I know this to be true because your husband probably wouldn't have asked you to marry him if you weren't doing this. It's that important to them. But then time goes on and we get more comfortable with each other. We begin to see each other's downfalls, our faults, maybe when we get upset or frustrated or that sort of thing. And then sometimes this will have a tendency to go out the window. And sometimes it is never found again. And because of this, a marriage can end in divorce. I've seen it happen. 
Let me give you some examples of what this one thing that is lacking in a marriage might look like. Have you ever been somewhere and you have seen a wife that belittles her husband by talking down to him and acting like he's not very smart or he's not very handy or helpful, or maybe he's not very good with finances or fixing the car? Like you know these things about maybe some of your friend's husbands because you've heard their wives and what they have said about them. Or what about correcting them in front of the kids in what they're doing wrong or how they're doing it wrong or what they don't like, or even worse, correcting them in front of their friends. I mean, it's even kind of embarrassing when you have a friend who is correcting her husband or belittling him in front of you, isn't it? And then also to make fun of them or to put them down for maybe something on how they dress or that they can't ever dress themselves. You always have to help them or whatever the case may be, but just to be putting them down for something that it is that you don't like about them. And then wives can also complain about their husbands all the time. Have you ever had seen a wife that does that? Um, Their husbands can never do anything right. Or they rarely have a nice word to say about them. And they're always complaining about how they do things, what they do, what they don't do, whatever the case may be. And the husbands can even be kind of this verbal punching bag for the wife. And it's honestly really kind of sad to see. And then there are those that give their husbands instruction all the time. Because they don't think that their husband is going to do it the right way or do it the way they think that it should be done. And they might even give their husband instructions as if they were like a child, like what you might do to one of your kids. And they do the same thing to their husbands. I had a friend of mine years ago that her husband was very helpful around the house. Helpful in the yard, did all sorts of things, helpful inside the home and fixing it and being there and being supportive and that kind of thing, but could never seem to do it correctly in his wife's eyes. Like she would always complain to him. She would complain to me, unfortunately, that he, you know, didn't do this right or didn't do that right or he should have done this. And One of the situations that I remember distinctly was she was sick in bed and she had been sick in bed for a few days and still wasn't feeling well and wanted to have the sheets changed. And so she asked her husband to change the sheets and he did, but evidently when he did it, he didn't take the bottom sheet and... I guess like fold it all up into itself so that you could take it outside and shake it in case there was anything on the bottom sheet. He just kind of, you know, pulled it all off and whatever was maybe on the sheet went on the floor and she got after him for it. And the whole time she's telling me this, I'm thinking, are you kidding me? Like your husband changed the sheets for you because you don't feel well. Like that was a nice thing for him to do. I don't recall my husband ever changing my sheets for me. I mean, not that he wouldn't if I asked him, he totally would, but I haven't been in that situation. And certainly if he did it for me, I'm not going to complain about how he did it. In doing what she did, 
she demonstrated a lack of respect for her husband. Respect is that one thing that your husband needs from you as his wife more than anything else. I'm sure that we all have seen women be disrespectful to their husbands in one of the ways that I have talked about today. We've probably even done it ourselves. I know that I have done it in the past. And one thing that can be really difficult is when you have a friend or even a group of friends who all start complaining about their husbands, who all start being disrespectful in that way, it's really easy to join in. It's really easy to kind of go with the crowd and to go, oh yeah, my husband does this too, or guess what my husband did. And we need to be very careful about that. We need to just not do that. Change the subject, walk away, whatever it is that you need to do, but do not engage in that. It just adds fuel to the fire in being disrespectful to your husband, and that's not where you want to be. In Ephesians 5.33, it says, Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. As women, we want to be loved and cherished and cared for, and our husbands want to be shown respect. They want to be lifted up and honored. I went ahead and looked up the definition of respect and, and put in ways like how this would apply to our husbands. And the first answer was to give particular attention to. As your husband, he should have more of your attention, more priority of your attention than anyone else in your life. And that includes your children. He should come first when it comes to your attention. And yes, you have to take care of kids. And yes, that's your primary job. But what it is that he wants and your attention, that needs to be a priority. And then to hold in high regard or esteem. To always talk positively about your husband. Always talk positively to him and about him to others. Always lifting him up and pointing out the good things that are in him in the same way that you would want him to do for you. And then to consider worthy, worthy of your love, worthy of your help and your consideration. And he is worthy. He is your husband. God has put him in that position in your life. And then to refrain from interfering, interfering in how he's doing things. Is he doing it wrong? Correcting him in front of your kids. We need to be sure that we're not treating them as one of our children in telling them how to do something or that they're doing it wrong or this is how you do it right. But we need to be talking to them in love about these things. And then to admire and appreciate. Appreciate the little things that you love about your husband, the things that bring you joy. And it, it doesn't have to be something big. It can be something everyday thing. It could be, you know, the way that he makes your coffee or, you know, whatever it is. There was something the other day that my husband did that I was like, oh, I really like how he did that. And I can't even think of exactly what it is right now, but I made it a point to say, hey, Thank you. I really like, you know, what you did there or how you did that. And that's how they know. They can't read our minds, ladies. 
That's how they know. And when you do that, then you're showing them that respect. You're showing them that affirmation that you appreciate them. And then lastly, to consider his wants and feelings above your own. Put him before yourself. I know that this is a huge thing that flies in the face of our all about me society, but ladies, all about me does not work in a marriage. That is the quickest way to end a marriage is to make it all about me. We need to be putting our husbands before ourselves. And if he doesn't do it already, in time, he will learn to put you first as well. Now, all these things that we're talking about and showing respect to our husbands, we need to do this whether we think he deserves it or not. The scripture that I read to you in Ephesians 5.33, it says, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. It doesn't say if he deserves it. It doesn't say if she thinks he's worth it. It doesn't say if he's been nice to me or shows respect to me or loves me the way that I think that he should. It just tells us, let the wife see that she respects her husband. Because ladies, this is our command from God in what it is that he has called us to do and how he wants us to be. And it it doesn't even really matter if we feel like it. Because we may not feel like it at first. It may be difficult at first. And pray and ask God to come alongside you and to help you in that. But you are honoring God when you honor your husband and you respect him. In Matthew 5.46, it says, For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And what Jesus is talking about here is, as a believer, If you're only going to love the people that love you, if you're only going to love and respect your husband, if he does the same for you, then how are you different than somebody in the world? Ladies, we're believers. We have the Lord. We have his love. And we need to show that whether it's being shown to us or not. So what are some practical ways that we can show respect to our husbands? So one of them is to be attentive to his needs and what is going on in his life. What are the things that interest him? And to be genuinely interested in those things. So my husband, he likes cars, always has. Um, He likes UFC fights. He likes the blues, Um, not really into sports. And so because of this, I now like the blues because I got interested in it with him. I went with him and I was like, oh, I really like this. And I also like UFC fights, believe it or not. Not so much into cars. But still, if my husband wants to go to a car show, a truck show, whatever it is, I am there and I am right by his side. It doesn't really matter that I'm not that interested in the cars. It's the time that I'm spending with him that matters. It's the fact that I'm willing to go with him and to spend that time, whether it's something that I am really interested in or not. That's the point. And then the bonus is the fact that I now like the blues and UFC fights, which is something that I would not have even opened my mind to probably if it had not been for my husband. And then we are also to build him up 
when we talk to him and when we talk about him to others. Our speech should be edifying. It should be lifting them up and encouraging them and saying the good points about them. We would want the same thing from our husbands when they're talking about us or talking to us. And then to show him honor and to have the kids do the same. When, you know, there are times that we do need to be correcting. We do need to correct in love and we need to do it away from everybody else. It needs to be done alone and not around anyone else and definitely not in front of your children, but also in a loving way and not in a demeaning way. And then ladies, you are the only one who are going to teach your kids to respect their father. That is your job. There isn't anybody else who is going to teach them to respect their dad. And there isn't any kid who automatically does that on their own. So that is your job is to make sure that the kids don't talk back to him, that they do what it is that they've been asked to do by their father, and that they show him the respect that he deserves as their dad. The next thing is to make his needs a priority. Now, I have a little funny story about this because years ago, I was in a Bible study class and they were talking about, you know, making his needs a priority and and some things like that. And I had mentioned, oh, you know, I always forget his dry cleaning. Like I do all the other, you know, tasks that I need to do, errands that I need to run, but then I'll get home and go, I forgot his dry cleaning again. And the teacher said, because you're not making his things a priority. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's just dry cleaning. Like, it's not a big deal. And she's like, no, you got all the other tasks done. You made all those other things a priority and not the one thing that your husband asked for you to do. And I was like, oh, you're right. I didn't make his dry cleaning a priority. So I looked at it in a different way. It wasn't just a matter of picking up dry cleaning. But it was a matter of, it was a task that my husband had asked me to do and that I should have made that a priority for him because he's a priority in my life. And then come alongside him and encourage him to be successful in whatever it is that he's doing. Maybe it's in his job or maybe it's in a sports that he likes to do or whatever it is, but come alongside him and help him to be successful in that. Help him with paperwork or something that needs to be done or to make sure that he has the tools that he needs to be able to be successful or the information that he needs to be successful. But to come alongside him and to help him accomplish his goals and the things that he's wanting to accomplish. Now, ladies, after doing all of these wonderful things for your husband, what do you think that you should respect in return? Now, you may not like my answer, but it's absolutely nothing. You shouldn't be expecting anything in return because if we're doing this because we're expecting them to do the same thing for us, then we're doing it for the wrong reasons. We need to be doing it out of love and care for our husbands, out of the fact that we want to have better marriages, we want to have better relationships, and we need to be doing it because God has called us to do it. This is out of obedience to the Lord that we respect our husbands. Even if, like I said, even if we don't think that they deserve it, it doesn't matter. Even if we don't feel like it, it doesn't matter. We need to be doing it because 
Our Heavenly Father has said, this is the woman I've called you to be. This is the kind of wife I've called you to be. And I know some of you may be going, oh no, she wants us to be a doormat and just, you know, let our husband throw at us whatever they want and we have to be nice and we have to be good and we have to da-da-da-da-da. No, ladies, I don't. I'm just asking you to trust God, the one who created marriage in the first place, and to follow his words and what he says a wife should be, and not what the world says it should be, with the all about me, and I have to make sure that I get mine, and I have to make sure that it's even, because that's not what God says. And then in Colossians 3, 23 and 24, it says this, And whatever you do, do it heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. For you serve the Lord Christ. Ladies, this is why we do this. And what the Lord sees you do and your motive behind it and that you want to honor him and to glorify him as a biblical wife, as the wife that he's called you to be, then yes, he's going to come alongside of you and he's going to reward you and he's going to be with you. There's no way of knowing what kind of reaction that your husband might have. But I can tell you that moving in this direction is certainly going to be a step in the right direction. Ladies, we cannot do the same thing every day and then expect different results. We need to change. We need to do something different. And this is an excellent place to start. All right. So how are we going to practically live this out? Well, of course, first, we're going to pray. We're going to pray for God to show us areas where we can be more respectful to our husbands, where we can show them appreciation, where we can make those comments of saying, hey, thank you, I liked what you did there. And maybe even make a list of ways that we can show him respect. Probably during this podcast, you have either heard things of, ooh, I probably shouldn't be doing that anymore. And some things of that would be a good idea for me to start trying. Make a list of those things. If you need to, go back and listen to the podcast again and kind of jot down some of those things so that you remember them, pray over them. Lord, help me to stop the things that I shouldn't be doing and then help me to learn to edify more and to respect him more. And then Think about going to your husband and asking him for forgiveness for the times that you have been disrespectful to him in the past. Trust me, he remembers them just like you remember them. Go to him and ask him for forgiveness for this. Ladies, when we do this kind of thing, and I'm not saying just you because I've done it too. I've had to ask for forgiveness too. When we do this thing and we be, we are disrespectful to our husbands, we start to build a wall. When we belittle them or talk down to them or correct them in front of other people and make them feel small, we start to build a wall between you and your husband. That's what we do. We build a wall between us. You going to him And asking for forgiveness for those things and letting him know that you're praying 
that you want to change, that's going to start to break down that wall. If you want a response from your husband for what it is that you're trying to do, if you want a response to change that relationship, that's going to be your first thing is to start to break down that wall so that he can see the change in you. If you have children, then begin teaching them to respect their father and do it in front of them. Let him know that these kids are going to learn to respect their dad. And you don't have to say anything to him about it, but just the fact that you are doing it and he's there, because generally he's going to be there if the kids disrespect him and you stop them right away, then he's going to go, oh. I mean, think about it. And I know I've said this before, but think about it. If if the shoe was on the other foot and he was making sure that your kids were respecting you, that's a big thing, ladies. And so that's another area too that we can work on. I just want to pray with you right now. Ladies, I'm, I so hope that this has encouraged you. I so hope that this will begin a change to a fruitful and wonderful marriage, no matter where you are. If you're somebody who has been way on one end in being disrespectful and belittling and your heart is just broken right now because the Lord is convicting you, or whether you are someone who is, oh, I did a little bit here and a little bit there and I could probably do a little bit better. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you are on that spectrum. The Lord is with you and he wants you to change. He wants you to make it better. He wants to improve your marriage and make it wonderful and make it everything that he has called for a marriage to be. Let me pray with you right now. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you that it is truth. I thank you that it is what we can follow, that we don't have to listen to the world and its lies and try to fix our marriages in that way. But Lord, we can go to the one who created marriage in the first place. And Lord, we can follow you and we can follow your word in respecting our husbands and making a change in our marriages, changes that will last forever. Thank you, Lord, for this. Thank you so much that you come alongside of us and you walk with us as we make these changes. Lord, I pray for each and every marriage that is just represented who's listening, Lord, today. Just, I just pray for each and every one of them that you would wrap your arms around this marriage, Lord, that you would lift it up, that you would hold it up, Lord, that you would bind up the powers of the enemy that will try to tear it down. And Lord, that you would make these women to appreciate their husbands, to show them respect, to love them, and that you will make them the women that you have called them to be. Lord, you have given them the power to do this. You are coming alongside them. You do do not ask us to do anything that you have not already laid out a plan beforehand. Each woman who is listening to this podcast, Lord, you have brought them here and you have brought them here for a reason. And the Holy Spirit is with them to guide them and direct them and to help them in this, Lord. Lord, I just pray over each and every one of them. I pray your love over them. I pray your direction. Lord, there are some hearts that are hurting. And Lord, come and heal them. 
Heal the marriages, Lord, that are represented here today. And I thank you in your precious heavenly name, Lord. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. I pray that God has used this episode to bless and inspire you to live out your faith in Him. If it has, please do me a huge favor by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know if you like the show and you will be helping others to find this podcast and be lifted up by the Word of God. Is there someone who came to mind while you were listening today and you said, Ooh, she needs to hear this. Well, then send her the link so she can be encouraged too. Are you in the Dallas area and looking for a fresh new speaker to add excitement to your next luncheon, women's retreat, or other women's event? Then drop me a note at nancy at faithlivedout.com and let's chat about it. That's nancy, N-A-N-C-I, at faithlivedout.com. I would love to come and meet with you and the ladies in your group. You're also welcome to visit the website at faithlivedout.com for more information, blog posts, journaling ideas, and free printables. Or become a part of our little community of believers by joining the Faith Lived Out community group on Facebook, where you can join together with other faith-led wives and moms just like you. Links to these areas and the scripture references used in today's episode are in the show notes. Ladies, thank you again for listening today. And know that I am praying for God to be with you as you learn to trust in Him more and to live out your faith every day. God bless you and see you on the next episode.